Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the One Touch Podcast. This is your host for you as always, and I'm joined by Jerry, likewise. The champion of Europe, <laughs> all of Europe, Champions League and Europa League, you know what I'm saying? Big rum in the building. Calm down, calm down, let's relax. Um, uh, yeah, man, but yeah, just uh, glad to be back um, recording again ahead of the new season. Um, a lot has transpired um, this summer already with uh, crazy, crazy transfers uh, that we'll definitely be going into. Um, but yeah, man, Jerry, what you been up to, my guy? Playing, bro. Been trying to stay fit and yeah. all that. So, how's how's that gone for you, though? I struggle, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how much more my legs can take, bro. <laughs> I hear that for sure, bro. Yeah, I've I haven't been playing much myself, but you know, just been coaching. Coaching, um, I feel exactly, that. bro. Trying to trying to stay in the game as always, you know. Is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. We've got a big season ahead now. Um, with the fans coming, finally coming back into the stadiums. Thank God. Um, what are the What are the main things you you kind of looking forward to this coming season? Um, honestly, that fans back in the stadium thing is a big thing, even for people like me that just watch at home that don't go to games. Because I don't I don't know about you, but I cannot stand that fake fake crowd noise that they make right. on, the, on the television and just. Um, also, with specifically the Premier League, uh, I think I talked about this on social media early. I think this might be the best Premier League season we've seen in a while. It, for Just me, because I, of, I can definitely, I can definitely see that, bro. Because of that. the amount of transfers and, um, especially with like how last year transpired with you know how how I wouldn't say yeah they did bad Liverpool, but it was under understanding Hello. circumstances. Um, because of the injuries that they had and then you know Jack Grealish going to City Lukaku coming back to Chelsea as of like an hour ago so yeah yeah the the big teams getting stronger um smaller teams say like Aston Villa uh getting some very good signings and yeah see how those teams like them and Leicester do Right. No, definitely. Um, I think, as you said, it's very, it's, it's, it's very much going to be one of the best seasons we've seen in a long time in the mm. Premier League, at least. And yeah, man, we we we're definitely going to go into the other transfers around the the other top five leagues. Um, and yeah, let's let's just you know, get straight into it, my guy. You yes, know what I'm sir. saying? So perfect. Um, I don't think there's any better place for us to start, other than the transfer of the greatest player of all time, Messi, leaving Barcelona after 21 years at the club. Yeah. 21 years at the club, uh, moving to Paris Saint Germain for mm-hmm. for free as well. Isn't that crazy? Right, l- listen, that I, everybody can say free as many times as they want, but with his his payroll, his wages, and uh, like signing on fee and all that, that that will cost a, a quick buck for PSG. But I, I mean, don't, I don't think they mind at all, honestly. Yeah. I mean, rumor is um, his wages are going to be thirty five million a year, mm. which for me, for Messi, compared to like basketball players, ball, you know that thirty five million for me at least doesn't sound that 
that crazy. I mean, it's it's it's. I think it might have been less than what he would have been making at Barcelona because before, um, he was supposed to sign his new track contract. I think he was making something like fifty two, fifty five million a year at Barcelona, mm-hmm. but then he was supposed to have his contract the wages cut in half. Right. So yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you think that leaves Barcelona? Though? They, losing, losing someone like Messi, you know, I one, think club, it one was, club player. I think it was that at this time, because if they tried to keep him, they just would have fucked fucked themselves over so much more. And like, still to even at this point, they because of their payroll problems, they can't register Depay, Aguero, Eric Garcia, or uh, Emerson Royale into their squad until they get that down. And I do not know how they're going to do that at this point. Do you see anyone else leaving? Like any other big player leaving? Mm, they they just trying to been sh- sh- trying to ship out a lot of players. They've been trying to get out uh, Griezmann saying he's available for about like 40 to 50 mil. Just nobody wants to pay his wages. That's the thing about Barcelona. When you sign for them, they give you crazy wages that nobody else gives. And um, mm-hmm. if they try to get you out, it's going to be tough. Absolutely. absolutely. So, in terms of the Liga hopes, at least to kind of retain the title, um, do you think without Messi and possibly without signing anyone further at this point, do you think they can compete against Atleti they, and, and Madrid? They can definitely still compete. Um, last year, I think it was a, it was a tough fight for between... Barcelona and Atletico, but it was not as much. It was more about Barcelona not being able to find the net, mm-hmm. and they still might not be able to if they don't get the Pia de Guerra registered. Um, but if they can just find the net, like if those easy across the box, across the six yard box crosses that just no one gets a foot to or tap in, it's those kind of finishes that would that could just change a whole point that can go make a game from them getting one point to three points. It was because I watched them a lot last year. Um, it was simple stuff like that, that kept them from getting those three points. Mm-hmm. Um, Real Madrid, they haven't, I know they got David Alaba, but the loss of Sergio Ramos and Veron is a big, big, big hit to them. So I don't know mm-hmm. how they'll cope in the, in that defense. Um, and then Atletico Madrid, they did get um, DePaul. Mm-hmm. Where did he come from? He came from Udinese. Udinese. If I'm correct. Th- yeah. yeah th- 35 million euros. He had, he had an amazing Copa America. I watched that. I watched Argentina a lot during that. Um, that is a, a good signing for them. And I don't think they've lost anyone this transfer window either. So I could, I could see Atletico retaining the title, but um, you never know what could happen, honestly. No, absolutely. Um, as you said, Madrid have also lost uh, talismanic figures in the back with Varane leaving for Man United. Mm-hmm. And obviously, funny enough and ironically, um, Ramos joining Messi in Paris, which is <laughs> yeah, that that that'll be. I'll I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> want to catch some games from Liga Un, especially the way. Well, we'll talk about Liga Un a little later because I want to. Yeah. Right, right. Top so, 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 the, between, uh, so between so between the three the three teams in La Liga, obviously looking at what you know, 
the transfer windows has has played out for them. Mm. How how it's played out for them. Who do you think is isn't the driving seat there? It has to be Atletico Madrid because they've they've only gotten stronger. And when you think about that midfield, uh, Marcus Llorente, who can play a right back, right mid at sometimes, um, Saul, and then DePaul. I know you're you're you, you fancy him quite a bit. He's a mm-hmm. very good player. It's a very good pickup by Atletico Madrid. Um, Jimenez in defense. They still got. They still held on to Trippier, which he was rumored to be going back to the Premier League for by a couple clubs. Um, and then Jao Felix, I think. I just don't. Jao Felix, he's a good player. I don't see him working well with, with Simeone's system. I but think. Then, I think. I think there's going to be a huge year for him because I mean, last year he go. definitely. He, he definitely. Yeah, he definitely showed glimpses of his quality, mm. especially in the Champions League. But um, injuries how, how kinda, do you, how do you think DePaul will do as well? Because I know you like him a lot. Um, so I actually wrote a piece on DePaul the other day. And the thing that I really noticed was how is he going to fit into Simeone's system? Basically, mm. Because Simeone last season ended up playing a 3-5-2 um, with Koke and at times Saul or Lorente holding, holding the midfield. But um, as far as DePaul goes, he's more of an attacking, you know, player. Yeah. So I see him kind of fitting in, maybe next to Koke, or just in front. Do you um, think Simeone would put him more advanced and try and connect him to the to the two strikers? Uh, yes, instead of I, I holding definitely back think so. More? Yeah. yeah, I definitely think so. But like the one problem with that is where do you put Lorenzo now? Because for me, the the ideal situation would be to play. Suarez and show Felix together, mm-hmm. and then right behind them have Lorente come in, and then the two holding midfielders be um Coke and and DePaul, obviously. So it's, it's mean, definitely going to be interesting to see see what uh, Simeone has. has, has if I'm not play. mistaken, when Trippier had that had that ban last year, I'm pretty sure it was Marcus Lorente playing in that wing back mm-hmm. spot. So exactly. he could also switch him into that spot as well, which is so so crazy to think about. See, that's that's the nice thing about Lorente because he's pretty versatile. Um, mm-hmm. At some point last season, I think he actually played as a striker. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you know, it's it's definitely, as you said, um, Atleti in the, the driving seat for La Liga as well, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's, 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 it's really surprising. But at the same time, it's not because I think they've gone about their business very... Very smartly. Very smartly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And in oh. terms of in terms of Messi, obviously going to Paris now. Mm-hmm. Um. Now Paris has Icardi on their books, Neymar on their books, Di Maria on their books, and the big you know the big question now lies with Kylian Mbappe's future, because his contract expires next year. Yeah. Does he leave? Do you see? Well, do you see him leaving uh, Paris Saint Germain now for for Madrid? I think I, f- I think that's the only place he will go. The question is, will he do it this this month, or will he just let his contract run out? What, what do you think? I, like, well, like, what's what's your what's your gut telling you? My gut's telling me PSG will try and make, let him sign a new contract, mm-hmm. but. With Messi being there right now, his contract's until 2023 with an option to extend it a year. Um, and then talks recently, honestly, because 
con- uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's contract runs out next year mm-hmm. as well. So they might try to sign him. So I don't know if Mbappe would want to extend with all those talks going around. If I, I want to say if PSG were smart, they would sell him this window, but they don't need to. It seems like they just have an endless amount of money. So right. they could let his contract run out. But I think they'd want to at least get some money out of that 200 what no not 200 Neymar was the 200 million yeah uh, out of his like 150 million dollar price tag that they got him from Monaco from mm-hmm. so they could I see I can I can see him leaving on a free at the end of the season but I can also I, yeah that's the only thing I'm thinking because I can't see I can't think of them getting rid of him this summer because I think this this Right now, this team that they have is will probably be their best chance ever of winning the Champions League. Absolutely, absolutely. So, as far as Mbappe's situation goes, as well, mm. do you think it's a bigger loss for PSG or it's a bigger gain for Madrid if they're together? It's definitely a bigger gain for Madrid. Okay, because um, they have Hazard, which is who is who hasn't been doing good these past years with the injuries and uh, performances. Um, but from what I've heard, he's came back for their preseason and apparently impressed um, Ancelotti a lot. Right. And obviously and they, the still have, they still have Bale. They still have, still Bale, have Bale. He's aging a lot. I think they're all in their their 30s or low 30s, Benjamin Bale. So Mbappe is definitely that next piece to build the team around for the next five to ten years at Madrid. Mm-hmm. And perfect. You know, so Paris, strong mm. team, probably the, the best team in the world right now, to be frank, on paper. For sure, for sure. Um, so do you think that's Liga pretty much done? And then the, the, main, the main aim now is definitely going to be to go for the Champions League. Um, and, and, and can they do it, though? Can they actually win the Champions League? I... Team right now? Because of the type of person I am, I want to say they're not going to win the Champions League, and that that would honestly. I mean, I feel for like me, any, anybody who doesn't support PSG, that would be. I don't know if that'd be amazing or not. It would yeah. be amazing to see him win it, but it'd also be just crazy to not see him win it. Absolutely, I I kind of agree with you. Actually, I think. It's way too good to be true for mm-hmm. them to just get messy and then all of a sudden get their first Champions League. But at the same time, it, it's, it's kind of silly on our part to yeah. write them off from you know without really seeing them play together because obviously they've already played two games this season. The first one last weekend um, against uh, Lille, in which they lost one nothing. Obviously, a couple of their players are still returning from uh, summer break and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the game against Troy uh, this past weekend. Uh, in which they won two one with Hakimi scoring his first goal for the club. Yeah, um, nice finish from yeah, them. Right. For the most part, I wasn't really impressed with how they played because I feel like Trois put a lot of pressure on them. And, you know, as I said, once again, maybe it's just a bit too early to kind of make these kind of predictions. But um I feel like winning the Champions League is still That's 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 gotta yeah. be their number one. Right. I feel like they think they can coast through the league at this point, but mm-hmm. Like I said, um, Marseille have also proved a lot this right. season with the amount of signings. Uh, 
De La Fuente, and he had an amazing first game for them. You um, know, they got... you know, you know what I think he should have gone. I think mm. I tweeted it the other day. Actually. Yeah, yeah, I, they, uh, Dortmund was yes. replacement for Sancho. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I thought about that, and I liked that a lot for them. Right. Because I know I they see... got, I know they got Daniel Mullen, but I, he's more of a, a, a striker and not right. more playing out wide. Yeah, because um, I think I think Marseille ended up winning the game what three two. Three two, yep. Yeah, Dimitri Payet coming back, mm-hmm. you know, with he, he's <laughs> still doing it. He is still goodness gracious. Funny, funny enough, um, <laughs> I think a day before, uh, someone had tweeted that he's so bad at free kicks now because obviously you remember when he was in the prem, he was just banging free kicks banging left everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then that game, needing a goal, he comes up, bangs a free kick. I just thought that was that was great because now you know he's thirty four, which is still crazy to think about that he still mm-hmm. has, has such quality at such you know such an age. But yeah, obviously Marseille improving. I don't. I see them kind of fighting for a Champions League spot, but in, in terms mm-hmm. of the league, you know, it's as I said earlier, it'll probably be silly of us to. You know, not to, to bet against yeah, exactly. PSG at this exactly. point. How do you how, um how do you think Lille will do? Seeing as well, they won it last year. Well, with Lille's situation, um, they've lost their manager to Nice, mm-hmm. who've also done pretty good business. Um, they've lost their goalkeeper to AC Milan, so I think that team obviously is still good, good enough to compete for a Champions League spot. But in terms of the league, I feel like they're a bit too weak now. Mm. To to go against Paris, so it's going to be just a just a one season thing for them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. You, you see, the same thing happened to them in 2011 when they won the league with Eden Hazard and stuff. That's that that team got torn apart, and Paris started dominating again. So I, I kind of see the same trend, you know, following through going into this season. And quickly shifting to Syria. Inter Milan lost Hakimi. Christensen is on the verge of going to, to back to Ajax. Back to yeah. Ajax. Um, obviously, Lukaku just signed for Chelsea today, yeah. which is which is which which is which is which is big yeah. big news. Big, um, big boy. We'll right, talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Nah, for sure. Where <laughs> do you, where do you think this leaves Inter Milan? And well, at least. The hopes of retaining the league, if there's any. I don't. I don't. I don't know. See, because they got. Who's their manager now? Because Conte left. Uh, Inzaghi from Lazio. Inzaghi, I don't. I don't think he'll do well with them, honestly. Especially with the year they had last year. Um, yeah. They're trying to get Lautaro Martinez to extend his contract. I think. Talks with uh, Denzel Dumfries is going on for mm-hmm. the Hakimi replacement, but I don't. I think they lost a lot in um, Hakimi and Lukaku. Leaving. Well, if it, well, if it's not going to be Inter to retain the title, who do you think is is going to be at least favorites to to do so? Favorites, because yeah. the things that look at looking at the other teams as well. They've also lost a couple of players. Like, for mm. example, Milan have lost Donnarumma to PSG for free. Obviously, they got Magnon to come from Lille. Mm-hmm. And Juve haven't really strengthened either, to be fair. so I mean, they, you know. they got they got Chiesa on that permanent, which You're right. will settle himself. Not that he needs a lot of settling with that performance mm. he had in the Euros. It was, right. it was amazing there. Um, Chiellini and Benucci for them. 
they'll, they'll be feeling good after their Euros as well. And then not to mention, they also have the delay. Yeah. So, so who are you, who are you picking as your favorites, though? I would say either Juventus or AC Milan. Yeah. Honestly. Right. Because when so you look AC, at... AC has Giroud now. They have Giroud. They uh, got Tamori back on the permanent. They did not lose Dale Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Um, Kessie in the mid- Kessie in the midfield. Ben Asser had a good year. They got Tanali back on a permanent from uh, Brescia. And, yeah. I mean, they have kept their... Their, I guess their mainstays of their squad together, except for Donnarumma, they could, really couldn't do anything about that. Yeah. So, and I think they just recently lost uh, that Norwegian winger, went to Frankfurt. Oh yeah, the the, yeah. the young, uh, the, young Peter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, so I think I think I definitely agree with Milan being favorites for now, at least. Obviously, mm-hmm. again, it would be kind of silly of us to. Not think Ronaldo might want to, you know, prove prove something this season exactly. again. Especially before. after they barely got the Champions League coming in fourth last year, which is insane. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's that's Serie A wrapped up. I mean, as well, one of my in fact my favorite team in Serie A is definitely Atalanta. Atalanta. Oh right. yeah, with the um so with that Lukaku deal going through, they were supposed to go get Duvan Zapata from Atalanta, but it looks like they're getting Dzeko from Roma. So, do I, do you feel confident about about their chances of getting in the Champions League again with Zapata staying? Um, I think Luis Muriel being there is, is definitely one of the key players. Obviously, Gozens as well. Mm. Um, Atalanta's chances of getting into the Champions League are very high. That, that's that's definitely my Serie A team from okay. now on. To be fair. Um, Another acquisition that's been in the in the rumors is that Tammy Abraham might be making the switch to Italy, mm-hmm. and I feel like he definitely definitely flourish under Gasparini. So it's definitely going to be well, the thing is. I heard the the little transfer triangle there was if Lukaku leaves Inter, then Inter get Zapata, and mm-hmm. then Atalanta get Tammy. But yeah. since Jacko from Roma is going to Roma or is going to enter. Mm-hmm. It sounds as if Tammy might be going to Roma. Roma for right. Jose Mourinho. Exactly. And apparently a fee has already been agreed, but personal terms are still in the in the air. Yeah. I mean that, that's definitely gonna be another interesting, you know, project to look at because he's also brought in a couple of decent players. Uh, mm. I know I know Vigna who's a centre back, he brought him in to Roma. So and they've had a decent preseason as well. Yeah. Uh, Another key player coming back from injury from from, from a lengthy, lengthy timeout. Lengthy, Zaniolo. Um, there you go. So, I mean, Mourinho's definitely going to have a little interesting project um, going on in Roma. So, I, For I think, sure. I, I, yeah, I think Serie A is going to be an interesting league to keep our eye on as well. I mean, so. going, going back to uh, Atalanta for a quick second, how do you feel about uh, Demiral coming to you guys? I think, I think, I think Demiral is a huge acquisition. Obviously, mm-hmm. Christian Romero going to... Tottenham. To, to Tottenham is a big loss, but I think obviously um, Demiral is equally capable of, of doing the job, and for him, it's it's great to have a full season that he can he can prove himself instead of having to compete against Bonucci and Chiellini and not have you know as much playing time as you possibly want for his development because he's only still I think twenty one or twenty two. Mm. 
So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a great, a great move for him. And then um, two more players I want to talk about in the Atlanta squad who had amazing heroes as well. Uh, Joachim Mele mm-hmm. and Robin Gosens, those wingbacks yes. for them. Yes, exactly. I mean, that, that team is so great because uh, mm-hmm. obviously there's Remo for Froyle as well. Um, as, uh, as I mentioned before, Luis Morial, who's for me one of the most underrated strikers in the world. Um, I might actually change my mind and pick Atalanta's favorites to win Serie A this year. Really? Yes, yes. Really? Yes. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is, <laughs> and then and and just go with Gasparini's boys because they've definitely improved over the last five seasons with consistent top four finishes, mm-hmm. and I think taking the next step towards winning a title this year or at least competing because they have been the past but they haven't quite made it to the finish they haven't been yeah. convincing I see yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I, could, I, could, I could definitely see that happening them right. Juventus and AC Milan yeah you know, kind of like a three horse race because they've, they've been I want to say they've kind of been like a Leicester in recent years not I, so I, far I as that's winning a, perfect, a title that's a perfect but comparison. as becoming one of those bigger teams in that league yeah and kind of challenging and coming up the ranks a little bit no definitely Definitely think you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting league and that's evenly matched. So it's gonna be a lot a lot of fun stuff going on in, in Italy this season. And then uh, quickly shifting our focus to the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's been pretty boring for the last couple of seasons. Obviously, Bayern just running through. I think yeah. it's been eight or nine titles in a row now, which is quite Something ridiculous. Like that. It's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, it's pretty boring. But um, one interesting team to keep an eye out for for me that's that's at least my Bundesliga team is RB Leipzig with uh, Jesse Marsh coming in from Salzburg mm-hmm. great great manager American um, in his 40s with bringing in a couple of his own players from from Salzburg with um, Shapshalai um, Wang, Wang Yi Chan as well coming in so he just made he just made his Debut for Leipzig right. the other day. Right. I forgot he was injured when yeah, he made he that transfer. Yeah, exactly. He was injured for like yeah. eight months. He was like mm-hmm. eight months. So, I mean, it's definitely going to be fun to keep an eye on the Bundesliga. But obviously, um, with Nagelsmann leaving Leipzig for, for Bayern. Munich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That definitely strengthens Munich, you know, a ton more. What do you, what do you think Dortmund's chances of keeping up with Bayern and Leipzig are going to be this season. Obviously, the uh, loss of Sancho to to United. I think they might be in a similar position that they were in last year, kind of fighting for a top four spot until maybe the last couple of weeks of the season, last couple of month, last month or two months of the season. Mm-hmm. Losing Sancho is humongous, and it does not look like they've um, replaced him. I know they have. They got. Uh, Daniel Malinin, but I don't think he's that kind of player for them. They yeah. uh, also had an injury. I can't. I can't think of his name right now. Injury to one of their their younger wingers in preseason. It looks like he had a, a pretty bad injury that's going to keep him out for at least half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but for them to keep Holland was huge. I know Chelsea wanted him a lot, but they just never put in a bid for him that was right. acceptable. So. It looks like that he's going to go next year for that seventy-five million price tag, and it's going to be 
over ten clubs trying to get him. No, for but sure. I, I feel like I think I think he's gonna come United, yeah. Really? Definitely. If Mbappe ends up going to Madrid, I mean, but um, if he if he goes to Madrid, that's a free transfer, so they'd still have money to bid for him. Honestly. So you think Haaland and Mbappe can play together? Think yeah. About it. Think think about you, it. Let me think about it. Would you not see him uh, either a two striker system or three up top, and or in that two striker system, Mbappe roaming around up top? I mean, then, I mean, it's it's definitely a possibility. I'm not it can, it, it, it's, it's, it's like I'm not saying it a hundred percent work, but it could definitely work if someone could find the right puzzle pieces to put it together. Yeah, Nahi, Obviously, I think it would be like Vinicius on the on on the right. Um, Mbappe on the left, as you said, and then maybe Holland in the middle. In the yeah, middle. yeah. I think I think it would definitely happen, but my my gut's kind of telling me that Mbappe, oh, sorry, Holland might end up at Old Trafford. Which would, um, do you think? Do you think if Solskjaer is the manager still there, do you think he would still go? Yeah, because obviously at Malta he was Holland's manager, so mm. they they have that kind of relationship already. So I could definitely see it happening at you know at some point. Hopefully next season. I'm not. I'm not a huge Holland fan because of the way he plays. Obviously, he gets goals, mm-hmm. but um, it would be stupid of me at least to not want someone of his caliber at, at Old Trafford. So you know, wrapping up the Bundesliga. What do you? What are your predictions basically? Um, any other interesting stuff that I might I might have missed? I don't think so. I wanted to talk about the uh, your team Leipzig and their transfers. Yeah, because they obviously got. Uh, and Helino on that permanent from the city. They also mm-hmm. got uh, Brian Broby from Ajax. Yes, from Ajax. Exactly. Andre Silva as well. From Andre Silva. Um, they got Vardigal, the permanent transfer from Zagreb, the Croatian center back slash, <laughs> slash left back. A lot of potential. Mm-hmm. A lot of potential. They got our Sima Khan as well from France. Who's a right back? So I mean, there's but there's still holes in the back. Um, there's definitely Nautica. still holes, but I think yeah. there were bigger problems on those wing back spots because they also got Benjamin Heinrichs from uh, Monaco. Right. So it looks like they're just trying to strengthen up those wing back spots because I feel like they mostly have um, the other spots covered for now, at least. Yeah, because because I mean J- Jesse Marsh's style of play is definitely high pressing, high intensity mm-hmm. football. And I think with the, with the pieces he has now in Leipzig, he can definitely, he can definitely he can play, play that, that exactly, way. Yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah, for sure. So it's it's definitely going to be an interesting, you know, thing to, to keep an eye on in terms of buying though. Um, obviously, having Upamecano come in as well. Uh, who who else have they actually gotten? I, they haven't gotten. They've gotten a couple smaller names. Um, yeah. They got Ulrich, the backup goalie, Omar Richards from Reading right. on a free. So nothing big, but I don't think I think their main focus was finding a replacement for Alaba. And they got right. that in Luka Makano. So exactly. if if he can if he can gel in actually they did lose Boateng on a yeah, he, his contract ran out, but yeah. I don't think that's a huge miss for them There's still no. Zula Zula's still there. Um, yeah. You know. So yeah, I think Bayern's probably gonna run it back. Probably go ten times ten times yeah, in a row. Most likely. P- pretty boring. But yeah, you know, same old Bundesliga. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. And then now to, to the big boy. To the to the big to the big to boy. The big, to the big league. To the big mm-hmm. league. Um, 
first and foremost, obviously, congratulations on getting Lukaku to Chelsea. Um, it's been over a decade. It's been over a decade since he he joined Chelsea from Anderlecht. Um, mm-hmm. what, what, what do you what do you expect from him, and how do you see Tuchel using him? Um, I expect goals. Okay, because that's, that's that's the only thing we brought him in for. Um, I feel like Tuchel his first option, I think. Obviously, would have been Holland, but I don't think the club was willing to spend 175 mil on him. So, Lukaku was definitely the best second option, especially him because he he knows the Premier League because he's been here before with Everton United, and I think he knows how to use him to make him effective. Because at Inter, Lukaku played in that two striker system mm-hmm. with Otaro Martinez, and funny enough, Timo Werner when he was banging in goals for Leipzig, was also playing a two-striker system with um, Olsen. Yeah. And he would, that's, that's when he was getting all his goals. So I can see it actually being good for both of them. But also... So what, do, if, do, you think, do you think he's going to... Do you think Tuchel's going to change his formation? No, 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 or? no. I don't, I don't think it will change his formation. So we usually play with that five back with the two midfielders and three up top. Mm. What I think might happen is keep that same three up top, but shift say maybe Mason Mount or Kai Havertz or Ziyech more into the middle and like uh Timo Warner just roam free up top. Let's 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 let, let's let's see your starting lineup. Starting Mendy. lineup uh Mendy, Reese James, the right wing back, um Aspilaqueta, center back, Thiago Silva, Rudiger, Chilwell Conte and Jorginho in the middle. I'm, I'm going to talk about Jorginho in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Left side, left side up top, Timo Werner, Lukaku in the middle. And then depending on who we're playing, I would, I would prefer to have Mason Mount on the right side just because of his hard work and ability because he's one of those type of players. To, no matter where he is on the field, he's going to try and get the ball back. It seems like he has endless stamina. Um, so you could even put Hudson Adoy like in yesterday's game in the uh, Super Cup. Mm-hmm. Hudson Adoy in that r- right wing back spot. Trevor Chalaba, who had an amazing game yesterday, Not he a huge game. He played well in that right center back spot where Aspilicueta is, and I think he could be one for to come in the team next year when when Sil- Thiago Silva and Aspilicueta's contracts expire. Um, I'm gonna say this: Jorginho in the midfield. For Chelsea, it's kind of like Pogba at Manchester United. And how they play for their clubs is different how they play for their countries. So, what are you, what are you, are you saying? Jorginho Jor- 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 plays better for Italy? He plays, be- he plays so much better for Italy. When I why, watched him in that why, Euros, why do you think looked, Why do you think that is, though? He looked more comfortable on the ball. He, you see him shouting and pointing and making moves. I, don't, I didn't see that. Um, I don't see that at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see him as the person telling people where to go. Um, I don't see that kind of confidence when he's on the ball. I see he's kind of shaky when he's on the ball at Chelsea. And it might just be because he's more comfortable with all his Italian teammates and just the language or whatever. But he's been at Chelsea for a couple of years, so I, I think he'd know how to speak good English. I just don't see that same amount of confidence at Chelsea when I see him play for um, Italy. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely hear that. And I think you, I don't know if you mentioned it actually, did you say between Havertz and, and Ziyech, who, who's going to probably start? Because obviously... Yeah, between Z- Haver, Havertz and Ziyech? Yeah, because Ziyech has had that tremendous preseason. He had a tremendous preseason and he, and he continued it in the in the Super Cup, but it looks like he might be out for, for a couple of weeks, a, maybe a month, a month or so, because it looked like he might have been a dislocated shoulder or something yeah. like that. He had a sling on it at the end of the game, but um, if when he comes back, if he can con- continue that form, he I I I put him up top. No, definitely. Yeah. So in terms of Chelsea season, what are your expectations? What What would be a good season for Chelsea? What would be a good season, or yeah. like? A, a good season and my expectations are different. A good season for us would be winning the Premier League. My expectations are probably second. Okay. Yeah. Behind us. Uh, are we, are we, do, are we doing our top four right now and all that? Or Might as well. Might as well. Okay. So my top four. This is, this is my prediction for this season. Uh, Man City first place. Mm. And if they get Kane, that just, that just cements it. They'll get first place by probably like 10, 15 points. Mm, um, mm, mm. Chelsea second place. Mm-hmm. Liverpool third place, and then United fourth. Okay, what's what's the difference you'd say between United and Liverpool? What will be the the the, sh- the, sh- the strength in their squad? Gotcha. Because even though you've you've acquired Sancho and uh Varane, which are two huge signings for you guys, so stuff you definitely needed. Um, I feel like you're still missing. Uh. A prolific whole season striker, and I know Cavani is a prolific striker, but I don't think he can play all all thirty eight games. All right. Um, and no, then no faith in Green Rossi. The thing is, are you going to play him up top, or are you just going to try and rotate him on the wing? Because I mean, remember, Rashford's out for a couple months. Yeah, he is. Which so which which is probably have... which is probably going to benefit a couple of players actually. So I see us. Going with remember, there's also Martial, by the way. Yeah, no, that, I, that's what I was saying. I don't know if you're going to put Martial on that and that on that left side to start off the season or not. I, I think I think what's going to happen is um, Greenwood's going to start on the right, mm. and then Sanchez is going to come on the left, and then Martial is going to play through the middle, and then obviously once Rashford comes back and Cavani comes back because Cavani hasn't still hasn't reported full preseason yet, which is okay. which is fine, which is you know, which is which which which, which is. It's not a big deal. And then I think the one position I think you obviously agree with me and this and a lot of United fans as well is holding midfielder. Holding we definitely yeah, position, we, yeah. yeah we, we, we definitely knew you know, if if you had said that was the factor, I would have mm-hmm. definitely agreed with you. But in terms of goal scoring, I don't think that's I don't think gonna struggle with that a lot. I think eh, maybe not struggle but not get as many as you'd like. I hear that. Yeah. I, that. I don't I don't I don't see Cavani getting twenty plus goals, maybe not even fifteen. Honestly, yeah, I, I think I, I, I can, I can agree with that one. I can agree with that one. But um, yeah, in terms of City, got Grealish for an English transfer record of mm-hmm. hundred million. And they might, they might, they might break that if they get Harry Kane. Yeah, what do, what do you make of that of that Grealish signing though? I don't think they needed it. Absolutely, hundred percent agree. When you look at the people that they already have, Bernardo Silva, Sterling, especially Foden, what, so what who, is what is what does this mean for Foden? Because I know they're still trying to sell Bernardo Silva, 
but I think, I think Foden, that, I think Foden's, have, I think Foden's have... place is, is pretty pretty secure. For me, it's between Bernardo and Sterling. One of the two have to suffer because I think Mahrez is in is, is about to hit his about to hit his peak here soon. So I think. I mean, don't forget Fernand Torres as well. He's still there. Uh, he's 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 not yet. He's not yet there yet. Yeah, for me, at least, he's not at that level yet. Mm-hmm. So I think he's definitely going to be coming in for. For Marius at some point, but in terms of Bernardo Silva's future and um, Raheem Sterling, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens to those two. So, obviously, you said City didn't need Grealish. No. But so, what's going to be what's what's going to be the the difference maker for them to beat Chelsea? Because I think Chelsea has. Way more depth than City. I think it's it has to be the manager knowing the league. Pep being here for I don't know how many years it is at this point. Okay. I know. Too, I think I, I want to say Tuchel kind of had that honeymoon period his first six months here. So depending on if he can keep that going, um, I think that'll be the the deciding factor. Right. I yeah. Think, I think I think that's pretty fair. Um, I guess I'll have to settle for United finishing fourth, according to you. But anyway, <clears throat> How, uh, what, do you, what what's your top four? What's your top four? I want to hear yours. My top four would be City, Chelsea, United, Liverpool. What do you think? Top. What do you think makes United getting that that one spot over Liverpool? Um, I think our squad is. We definitely needed Sancho, a bit fresh. Mm. Varane's leadership in the back with Maguire, who I think is is in his peak right now. Mm-hmm. Is that his peak? Um, and then Luke Shaw's, you know, fantastic form. Yeah, a very good season. Exactly. I think I think Pogba's also going to have a big season for us. Bruno, obviously, in there as well. I think our team is just young and fresh, you know what I'm saying? And Liverpool... Do you, um, do you think Pogba's... Mindset will be in the right place, especially yes. with him. Yes, yes, yes. His I contract so. expiring. I think. I, th- I, th- I, I think. I think he might actually end up signing a new contract. But obviously, really? it's, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Do you think he'll 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 give up that opportunity to play with uh, Messi, Neymar, Sergio Ramos from mm, PSG? It's it's fifty fifty right now. Mm-hmm. I'd say, but um, in terms of his mind and where where is that? Where his head is at right now? I think it's it's definitely it's definitely in in Manchester because mm-hmm. the one thing I've noticed is he has a very good relationship with Solskjaer. So yeah. you know it's 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 going to be a huge it's going to play a huge part in you know us keeping him and him having a good season for us this year. We definitely need him to have a good season this year because I think he's been very underwhelming since he's moved back to United. So mm-hmm. you know it's about time he proves his quality. Because we yeah, all know, we all know, we yeah, we all yeah, know. Yeah, we, we all know his quality. We right. all know his quality. We see it right. in France, but that's a whole different team. So if he can do it for United, I think that would be a big boost for you guys. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. And then to finish up um, for today, we're just going to talk a bit more about the other transfers that have, you know, that have happened this season mm. that we might have just missed. So Arsenal, for example... Went and spent fifty million pounds on Ben White from Brighton. Your, your thoughts on that, sir? Um, I'm kind of 
two sides about this. Okay. On one side, I, f- I feel like they really needed, not really needed him, mm. but needed another center back just for just numbers wise because they had lost David Luiz. And it looks like um, Callum Chambers will be playing right back for them a little bit since they haven't had any contact with another right back. They're mm-hmm. trying to get rid of Bellerin. Um, but I don't think they needed to spend 50 mil. On Ben White, so you you don't you don't rate him? Uh, not fifty mil worth. How how much did you say? For, worth? Around 30, 30 35. Interesting. I don't Interesting. I don't know. I don't think he's put in those kind of performances to be worth fifty mil. Um, just because. And I was talking to one of my one of my guys at work who's an Arsenal fan, and I I told him just because he got called up to that England squad, that's the only reason he has price tag worth fifty mil. If he did not get called up to that England squad, they probably could have gotten him for 30. I don't even know if they would have looked at him if he wasn't in that England squad, if I'm being honest. These are bold statements. But, yeah, yeah I think personally I'm, I'm a huge Ben White fan, mm-hmm. and I think £50 million pounds is, is worth it for him. Still 23. Great ball-playing skills from the back. Yeah. Um, I think that's exactly the type of centre back that Arteta needs. So it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how how he performs in that in that team. I think, and as for, and as I, for feel, Arsenal, I feel like season, I feel like that Lakonga La transfer might have been better for yes, because I yes. I saw I saw him play in a couple preseason games and he kind of impressed me. From nah, what he's, I saw. he's very good. He's actually very mm. very good. So I mean, Arsenal have kind of gone about their business quietly. Um, still think. Liking a, a proficient goal scorer and and a right back and, and, and a right back uh, exactly and a right I back I think that's their number one priority at this point that they need yeah what's 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 a reasonable question for their season where do you see them finishing I think I feel like that sixth seventh position who's, who's gonna be like against, feel, who's, gonna, who's gonna be ahead of them uh, Leicester well for fun is out. Aston Villa, they're getting Vestergaard. Yes. And that's that's not a that's not a it's not a it's not the replacement, but it's a decent replacement. While yeah. Fofana is out because they've still got Sionchu and Johnny Evans. Yeah, and and I heard you say Aston Villa there. What, and Aston Villa. What do you what do you what do you make of of their business so far on the transfer window? So very they, very very good. So they brought um Buendia in from mm-hmm. Norwich, Leon Bailey from Leon Bailey. They got Ashley Young on a free, um, Danny Ings mm-hmm. up top, yep. and with that, with that, that support of Buendia and Bai, uh, um, and possibly even Cantwell. Mm. There's rumors of him of Villa trying to get him. I can see Ings being as prolific as he was with Southampton last year, and then more recently they got Twin Zabi on a. On loan from United, so that kind of shores up their defense. Mm, mm, mm. What's so? What's um? What's a good? What's a good season for for Villa? Um, well, I I think they can make it to a Europa League spot. Okay, so around yeah. so sixth or seventh? Sixth, or, uh, fifth. <sighs> maybe not, maybe not fifth. No, not fifth. Six, six, sixth or seventh. So I think so, it'll be th- them and Arsenal fighting so where, for that 
for that last Europa League spot. Where's Leicester and Spurs and all of this stuff? Leicester, I think they could do fifth or sixth. And okay. Spurs, uh, God knows with Spurs, man. I think Nuno coming into Spurs is, is very good business for Spurs, actually. Um, Brian Hill from Sevilla. That's that's role. that's that's a that's a good signing for them. Yeah, yeah. Especially you know getting especially getting rid of Lamelo, which he wasn't doing a lot there. Exactly. I think I think I think Spurs has a good team. Honestly, Romero coming in, and then hopefully if they can keep Kane as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they, if they if they can keep Kane, I can see them getting into Euro, a Europa League spot. Yeah. If if they lose Kane, or even if they lose Kane mentally, yeah, they could be like eighth or ninth. Where Arsenal yeah. was last year. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, man. Um, any other small teams or maybe, you know, interesting transfers you, you'd say we should kind of look out for the season? Oh, there was one. Give me a second. Bill, Billy Gilmore? <laughs> Not, uh, eh? I'm thinking more of uh, um, Milot Rashisha. From Werder Bremen, I haven't really watched him to be honest. So you know, I he's really... he's he's more of a like, he can play on the wing and up top. More of like a, a quick dribbler, kind of has that burst of pace mm-hmm. that that they haven't had up top from Timu Puki. Right. And so I mean, they got they got Sargent as well. Hmm. I don't know about that. And, I feel like that's a lot up top. And then they also and then have, Solis, um, bro. Ida. They, th- that's what I'm saying. They also have Ida up front. I think it's good though. I think it's good to have that competition, that balance of youth and experience, so that like probably, obviously you're probably yeah. right there. You're yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, because because I think you know Puki is I think in his thirties now, mm-hmm. and he's kind of struggled with fitness at some point, and so I think like having Sergeant push him, Ida push him as well as the tallest, yeah. the, the Greek player who just signed for them. He had a great season last year. In, in Greece, so it's 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 definitely going to be the only thing that's probably going to let them down is is their defense. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think they have a good little team to be mm-hmm. fair, because um, right back they have Max Aaron's, um, center back they have I'm forgetting I think it's Obamadeli. Um, he's 19 Irish young young player center back. He's, he's yeah. pretty good as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think you know. Well, I, at least I hope they survive. I don't want to see them get relegated to each other. Nah, I don't want with that with that the amount of quality for that team and that squad. I, right. I, would, I, would, I would hate to see them go back down. So, yeah, absolutely. And and talks of that, who do you think will be those three relegated teams? Jeez, 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 jeez. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Watford. <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, first on my list. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with Watford, Burnley. Please, I listen. I, I, I pray to God Burnley go down. Yeah, I think that Burnley's going to go down. That might. Oh, that. I'm no offense to any Burnley fans if there are any watching. I, that might be one of the deadest teams in the whole of the Premier League. This is one of the most boring teams to watch. Yeah, I think. I think the the time is their time is up. They've been here yeah. for too long. Yeah, and then the last one. Surprisingly, honestly, if they don't get this stuff together. Southampton might find themselves really. Yes, they might find themselves struggling. I got, see. For me, I kind of don't want that to happen, and that's. Well, I mean, on we, the we, we fa- all. That, no, yeah, that's, we all no, that's on the sole factor of them having 
uh, Liramento from Chelsea, which they got for like yeah, around six cool. mil, and then they got uh, Armando Broja on loan, which is a big ask for to replace Danny Ings. But they also got Adam Armstrong from Blackburn for twenty mil. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they got twenty, how Blackburn got twenty mil for him, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can see it happening, but I, it's, it's one of those that I don't want to happen. No, absolutely. As I said, I don't want it to happen as well. But yeah, you know, losing Ings and Vestergaard without mm-hmm. really without really replacing they got, yeah. they got a, you know what I'm saying without really replacing them is going to be a big ask. I mean, they do have they do have uh, Armstrong, Sally Sue. Yeah, I mean, they got yeah. him from they got him last year. Yeah. So depending on if he can gel into that defense, right? And they also have. Uh, Kyle Walker Peters that they got last year as well. So depending on their performances, it's a it's a it's a kind of like a fifty fifty on them getting relegated. Sure, for sure. I mean, as you said, bro, it's going to be a very interesting, interesting season in the mm. Premier League this year. Yeah, and you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. To see what happens. It's going to be fun. To see what happens for sure. I'm, but anyway, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Absolutely. Anyway, do you think we've left anything out for today? I feel like there is. I just cannot put my mind on it. All right, so we'll, we'll just call it a day then. We'll call it a, call it a day? All right, call... we'll, we'll figure it out. Next. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it a day. All right. But, hey, anyway, thank you once again for listening and tuning into the One Touch Podcast, guys. Please follow us on Instagram at One Touch Podcast and on Twitter as well at One Touch Podcast. Like, subscribe, and comment, share, guys, all that good stuff on the podcast and hopefully we'll be continuing to bring good content um to you guys. Jezza, it's been a pleasure as always, my guy. <laughs>